Welcome to Retro Nerd Inc. and you are listening to the Retrocast. Hey guys and welcome to the first ever Retrocast. You are here with Edmund and Jazz and today we will be talking about pretty much whatever comes into our mind. Yeah. Okay, so the first thing to talk about is the Deadpool movie. You haven't seen this. No, but I am going to watch it tonight. I have heard positive reviews on my on my half. Yeah. I've heard a lot of positive reviews, a lot of humor, and yeah. a lot of swearing, obviously, because of Deadpool. But yeah. it, for what I've been told, it is a really good movie that I reckon is worth watching. But from what you've told me recently, you've dealt with one criticism on your half. Yeah, I've only heard one negative review, uh, the whole thing, and. Yeah, it's it's interesting because everything everyone else has sort of given it a positive review. Yeah, from what I've been told, without them trying to spoil it for me, because I am a bit behind. I know I'm that bad, <laughs> but I have been. I saw it on opening day, Damon. <laughs> yes, you did. Catch off. <laughs> and you even did dress up as Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, which was which was a great idea until I had to walk back. Oh, well, with the Australian heat, it's enough said with yeah, that suit yeah. that you were wearing. But, that was, yeah. But overall, I've been heard it's a really good movie. Yeah. What's your actual honest opinion without trying to throw any spoilers and ruin it for me? <laughs> well, without trying to give any spoilers, it's a great movie. It lives up to the comic book. So for comic book fans, it lives up to that expectation. And also for non-comic book fans, it has just plenty there just just dirty humour, just dark humour, or like, yeah, the most adult humour you can find. It has just massive amounts of action and fighting and all sorts of stuff that's just iconic pretty much a movie, films. A pretty much a movie that's best described for adults. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But it must be getting a really good views considering they're working on or going to work on a second sequel for yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, the rumour is that they're working on a Deadpool 2 and apparently it's already been greenlit. I don't know how true that is, but apparently it is greenlit and they're working on it. I've also been told that they're trying to keep it under the same budget for the first movie so they don't make it too overly dramatic. Yeah, yeah. They said like a larger budget would um, sort of ruin the authenticity of it, I think, was the basic gist of yeah. what they were saying. Yeah, you don't want to make it over the top to the point where, well, you can see where that money went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, I think if they had a tighter budget, they made a lot of jokes about the tight budget, and that worked, that worked for it, because it gives it that that feel. The movie's also leading to a X-Force movie. Yes, I remember you were telling was, me yeah, that around X-Force. this week. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm looking I'm looking forward to this X-Men one. Which X-Force is that's not confirmed yet. That's definitely not confirmed yet, but that's apparently what they're leading to to expand their X-Men universes. Yeah. Build up a secondary team. Yeah, I reckon that would be a good thing to look out for because of just the whole new new experience really within the movie lineups. Yeah. So that way they'll have their X-Men team and their X-Force team. Yeah. And I think especially with Hugh Jackman leaving the X-Men. Yeah, like, I know I know it's going to be a bit of a sad moment when he does leave, considering we've all grown up to him being the big, macho Wolverine yeah. that we all know and love, but also 
his time's kind of passed, and you can yeah. tell that he that trying to keep the body in that whole momentum of staying as Wolverine is yeah. mentally and physically tiresome. Yeah. Like, I know men or anyone that works out and loves keeping in that shape, that's great. That's yeah. good for them. But as you grow older, obviously your physical and mental state get wearier and... Yeah, and... They need to. They didn't. They need to keep a team within that universe. Yes. Which means they need someone leading it, and I think that's going to be Deadpool leading the X Force team. With um, considering considering the fact that Hugh Jackman's leaving X Men, and the X Men property is so important to them, considering their only other property they have from Marvel is Fantastic Four. Yeah. And that has been a slippery slope for the, co- yeah. the course of the last 10 years. That's been a very interesting experience itself, especially with the, the late, not the latest movie, I would say, but the... The most recent one. Yeah, was the most recent the, one of the Fantastic Four. The Marvel. last, the previous ones went from, you know, all right to probably wouldn't continue on. So the first the first one went, okay, this is great. It was all right. We'll make a sequel. Yeah. Second one was, no, let's let's just leave that. Whereas the new one lost the money. Honestly, let's put it pl- bluntly, it lost the money. It lost the money and some of the attention from audience yeah. too because I, ha- I did see it and I kind of lost track of it. I really did. It, like, it was... I just lost interest within yeah. it straight away, which I know it sucks because the Fantastic Four are not that bad. Like, yeah. they're quite good. It's just how they made that movie was not really eye-catching or very yeah. drawn. You, you weren't that drawn to it. There yeah. wasn't like oohs and ahs and oh my god moments. It was just like, oh, okay. Oh, well, we saw that happening. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, and there was a rumour that um, Josh Trank, the uh, director directed a whole thing and the studio got involved and said hey we want to make sort of a different film and they filmed a few things that he didn't direct and they apparently didn't let him into the editing room and made the film everyone eventually saw so much so that he basically around um around opening said don't see this movie this isn't the movie i made this is not the movie i set out to make and so that that negatively influenced it. So because of all that, yeah, X Men's their only hope, pretty much. Their, their only franchise, and that's why they've had to reboot it, and that's why they've done all the reboots that they've done. Yeah. So the coming of the movie of the X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, which has led to X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Because X Three didn't do well. Um, X Men Origins Wolverine didn't do well. Um. Well, personally, I didn't think they did well either. Cause well, they they wrote X Men Origins Wolverine during the writer's strike, so it was very yes. generic script. People not really caring about the end result, and then they went took apparently took it to um with a test audience, and people hated it. Yeah, I think from what I've read or what you've explained here and there, that it got a lot of negative like. Yeah, and that, was when they, and that was when they called Ryan Reynolds back in, who plays Deadpool. God, I love um, him. <laughs> <laughs> they called him back in to do the last thing at the end, where where his mouth isn't sewn shut, and he's going, shh, to sort of say, hey, there's going to be more adventures. But even with that, people hated it so much. Yeah. And you could tell, like, nobody cared, except for Ryan Reynolds, who was put in a spot 
where he was told you either play the act, play the character where we're wanting you to play, or you can get out. Which, in my opinion, that's not really fair to put yeah. on Ryan Reynolds because obviously he liked playing the character that yeah. he did. He loved it to the point where I think he even acquired the suit. Yeah. But I mean, having to put him in that position, you either do this or leave. It's not really fair. I don't really care if he is a multi-millions like celebrity or he's this drop dead gorgeous guy. You don't put that. You don't put anyone in that position yeah. just to make a profit or a living or trying to save something. You yeah. got to do it willingly, as well as that person's got to do it willingly instead yeah. of by force. Because if you do anything by force, you know the whole outcome's going to be shit. Yeah. It, just forcing anything to happen is a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, so they can't... And he copped the flack for it, which is the thing that annoyed me most. Yeah, that really frustrated me to the point where okay. I was like, are you bloody serious? Yeah, people were like, it's it's all his fault. I'm like, you clearly don't understand how production works. And it's but, technically not his fault. And he got that, and he got Green Lantern, and he wasn't involved in the writing or producing of either of those movies. Yeah, he really... Did not like Green Lantern to begin with at all, from what I've heard. Oh well, he he sucked it up for the audience. Well, like, obviously he did. Cause... There was a nice there's a nice clip of him at dumb Comic Con where he's Green Lanterns have this oath and he's saying that oath for the, like the little kids. And stuff. Yeah, oh, well, and obviously nice. for the little kids. Cause... Yeah. But once well, I think well, I think it must have been once his contract was completely up. And, oh like, yeah. And dead in the water. And Deadpool was coming out. He was like, nah, I really didn't like that experience. I think there was a sarcastic comment from him saying how he cried or he was in tears with the Green Lantern or he was just jokingly saying that movie was, like, not my thing. And I was just... I heard he was in tears about the recent Deadpool because it was so... Like, the costume was so good. Oh, really? That yeah. one I didn't hear. That's, was what, really? I, that's what I heard, that, um, that they... When they first had a look at the suit, um, it put him and Tim Miller, the director, to tears. Oh, that would have been such a, like, as non-manly as this would sound, like, for yeah. a guy, it, that would be such a sweet moment to experience. Yeah, and it's funny, because have you seen a picture of Tim Miller? Yeah, I he have. He looks like the most manliest man ever. I know, that's what I couldn't get over. And when like you just explained to me that they manly brought... manly 50-year-old dude. Yeah, that's what I mean. When you just explained to me that it brought them to, like, nearly in tears, I was like, oh. Yes. That's like a yeah. sweet, but also a you okay moment. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good to see that the um, the Fox Marvel universe is sort of taking a good turn. And, yeah, it's it's good and, that they're trying to look for it in a positive way yeah. instead of any negativity or any like crap to be given to them. They're trying to do the best that they can to make yeah. a product, make a movie, or the whole Marvel production a big wow factor like the big you expected this and we're going to show it and we're granting you this if not more yeah it's good that their first class days of future past sort of stuff worked and that i love their casting for apocalypse oh yes definitely yeah let's get on to that um the the casting i like the most is that of um jean gray they 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 cast sophie turner from game of thrones yes and sophie turner is just on point <laughs> on point to make Amazing. it pg rated she's on point <laughs> she's fabulous although she there is. is one thing i'm really sad about is jennifer lawrence from what i've been told this would be her last appearance on the x factor like franchise and i'm really you bummed mean, 
X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, X-Men. But no, I'm really disappointed because I really love her playing as Mystique as well as Raven. And it's just... Yeah. She, she, I think she does it the best out of what I've seen personally for me. But I like Jennifer Lawrence to begin with because I think she's just an amazing actress. Yeah. And drop dead gorgeous, obviously. But her acting skills are really, really good in my opinion. Yeah. I think she gave more life to that character. Yeah, she she pretty much made it her own, in my yeah. opinion. Like she she bought the character out and made it her own. Like she was she made Mystique her own. Yeah. Like pretty much. Well, not only that, but like, if you look back at some of the other X Men movies, you sort of really don't care about Mystique. Yeah. Whereas plus, it's plus, I shown think she, her personality. I was just gonna say she gives her personality. Like it makes her a living being. She's not just part of another team or another bad yeah. side or anything. She, Mystique is her own person, and she shows that instead yeah. of being part of this group full of wicked men or wicked villains and. You name it. She just... Yeah. I don't know. It It's just a really... It was a really good experience for me seeing her play that character. And it really, really bums me out that she's not going to be part of it no like anymore. It, yeah. It's just one of those things where... Will it be the same without her? I don't think it will. No. I, don't, I, I think there'll be sort of a void that, there without her. Yeah. And then to lose Hugh Jackman a movie later because... His last Wolverine film, which fingers crossed will be Old Man Wolverine. Oh, uh, I hope so too. I hope it's Old Man Wolverine. Cause... Old Man Wolverine is just f- full on out there, just a big badass, pretty much. Yeah, he is. like a cool so old dude what... who's a badass still. Like he, that's what we're hoping. He's still for. young and kicking it, even though he's a bit older and a bit grayer. But he yeah. still, he can still do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now on to the. From the Marvel Cinematic Universe, well, the Fox Marvel Cinematic Universe, to the DC Universe. Um, The Batman v Superman trailer. Yes. Oh my god, the trailer. (sighs) I'm so excited for this movie, only because I love Batman. Batman is the biggest badass of everything, in my opinion. And I, in a way, am hoping that he kicks Superman's ass. Oh yeah. I do have a bit of a pet peeve for Superman because he comes up as this obnoxious, oh my god, I am so great, I'm going to save everyone, everyone's going to be okay. And I think he's just too naive. He just thinks everyone's good. And that's the problem I have with Captain America in the Marvel Universe. And that will be a whole (laughs) another conversation. That will escalate in another conversation. We've got someone else who's got an opposing opinion. And that will will come in later. But... That's my opinion with these characters who, that's what's good about both those movies, Civil War and Batman v Superman, is you have the one who thinks that everything's good and everything's fine and everything's great, and then you have the other one who's like, no, I don't see it like that. This is how I see it, and then you have this massive clash, and oh, that conversation's going to be brilliant. I can't wait to bring her on when we have this conversation. Yeah, so... Heads up, yeah. I'm going to be the judge of everything, but, but this is going to be amazing. But Batman v Superman, I am really looking forward to it. I think Batman's going to win. And oh, people, definitely. He people, will kick his ass for and sure. People go, how, do, how would Batman win? You just build a sword out of kryptonite and just... <laughs> Shank him. Just be like, yeah. cop that. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Batman is filled with armour and just... it's. 
he's pretty protected, whereas Superman doesn't have armor. He has like, a suit. And, like, yes, and he has his, we- his weakness is a rock, is a type of rock, so... Like, we get it. He has super strength. He can fly. Yes, he can fight, but... He has a clear weakness as well. Which he is, does. Yeah. And with Batman, it's kind of like, do you really want to take him on or do you really want an early death wish? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like that. It's, yeah. do I want to live or do I want to die in a very interesting death? Yeah. But the thing I like about the trailer was the bit where, with Alfred. Um, I don't know the actor who's playing Alfred this time around, but... Um, the, the amount of sass that he has. Oh, where he's like, man. even you've gone too old to die young. <laughs> oh, man, that sass, the sass level on him even demolishes my sass level. But that but that idea of even you've yeah, gone too old to die young yeah. comes from this like iconic thing that was in the um, Dark Knight Returns comics, which yes. is what this is mildly based on, where there's a scene where... Bruce Wayne's in a car, and he thinks, I could spin this out, and just, it would be a good death. And it's that that dark, darker tone for Batman. Yeah. Whereas you've got, so, you've got this Batman who's, in the past, been just very brooding, but brooding from a relationship life standpoint. And this one, this one at the other end of his life going, I could just finish now. I'm... Yeah, it's I like what I do, but I could just. Yeah, it's not as dark as like you said from the previous Dark Knight movie, but it's still relatively dark. With I the think thought it, of... I I think it has the potential to be darker. You reckon? I think it. I know. I think if they wanted to make a sequel and make it American R, but our sort of M A. Yeah. They could do that. They could. They could, yeah, they could. They could go for it. They could, but the only issue would it be is, would it be too much? Like, yes, sequels are good, and yes, sequels can make things better, but there's been obviously multiple Batman movies. Everyone has their own opinion on it. Like, I, think I don't know. I think, I think just... to a degree would have a better betrayal of him as a person, more from the Batman standpoint than from the Bruce Wayne standpoint. Yeah. I, I think also, in my opinion, I think it might be a bit a little bit too early to talk about sequels, because obviously we haven't seen the movie yet, yeah. so we can't really determine... But from a character point of view. Character point, saying. yeah, you can you can probably get away with making a sequel and explaining that path more, but I think once you actually see it, then you'd probably be like, yes, that could do with a sequel, or no, yeah. this is fine the way it because is. Because the problem the Dark Knight trilogy had was that he got in, got Batman, even just, not Bruce Wayne, but Batman himself into too much of a lovesick love puppy sort of thing. Yeah, that Whereas I didn't quite like. I it... think the R rating would allow him to be brute strength and and any sadness he, can't, he has will come from other aspects of his life, not, here's this woman I liked, she's dead now. Yeah, that kind of... Which, it carried on to the to Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. And then quickly ended. S- yeah. Because he ended up with Selena Kyle Catwoman. Spoilers, but yeah. that movie's been out for so long if you haven't seen it by now. Yeah, I Stuff don't know. It's just, it's just seeing Batman as the type of lovesick puppy thing, it doesn't really fit in or no. let alone make sense, in my yeah. opinion. Because you see Batman as is really yeah. like 
this superhero that just wants to yeah. get rid of all evil and yeah. Well, obviously, whoever well, knows Batman is, they, they know the pathway of what Batman is. The Batman comics have gotten darker, but yet the movies are still going. Hey, we want it to be something different, and we want it to be, and so I think the R rating would bring it up. Well, MA for us, R for yeah. Americans. Yeah, R rating for when American When I say R, viewers. I mean American R. Yeah, American viewing I'm is R rated. I'm just going to specify that now. When I say R, I mean American R. Um, yeah, because their ratings will, are totally it different. It will bring it in line with the comics. Yeah, most definitely. Because in the comics, you've got like the Joker having his face cut off. And oh, him, yeah. And him like having it stapled back to his face. Oh, yeah. And, that I would actually like to see. Cause... And they had, and it was a great story arc. It's my favourite story. Yeah. Over those course of the death of the family um, sort of stories, I love it. It's, it's amazing. But they can't do that because they're trying to please everyone. In other words, they're trying to sugarcoat it to the point where it's, okay for viewing and not over the top with yeah. the whole gore fight and you just yeah. you name it it's yeah. they're trying to sugarcoat stuff to make it appealing for audience which yeah. I actually wouldn't mind a whole gore's blood and guts yeah. movie of Batman because I reckon that'd be the true yeah. movie of it which is why they need that R rating oh most definitely speaking of a dark Batman story Batman, Batman the killing, killing Joker. Joker. Oh, the killing Joke. Oh, Killing Joke, my bad. Oh, I have a bad time doing that. <laughs> the Killing Joke, which is a just an iconic story and a dark story. And luckily they got the best voice actors for it. Yeah. They got the like the OG actors. Oh. They got Mark Hamill back as the Joker. Yes. And they got Kevin Conroy as Batman. Yes, they and do. Oh my if God. you have ever grown up in the the nineties, you know Kevin Conroy is the iconic. Definitely. Like, he's the iconic Batman from the animated series. The one oh. everyone I know has grown up with. And I loved yes. that animated series. Oh my god, I am a nineties baby, but yet I loved that series, especially with him being the voice of Batman. It was yeah. just kind of like your childhood, right there. Yeah, it's yeah. I can't wait for this. Yeah, so the fact that they've got them back, that alone is great. It doesn't look like that is going to be sugar coated. Mostly, the DC animated stuff isn't too sugar coated. It's quite, quite good. It's at a good level for animated. Um, so I'm excited to see a trailer. I'm excited to see clips. But so far we've just got a photo and yeah. the photo looks at, like, even from that photo, it looks amazing. It's... Yeah, the image that we've got up is pretty much Batman gripping the Joker shirt with the classic Joker grin and just yeah. mocking Batman with the, Batman's irritating face on how much he literally hates the Joker. He just wants to yeah. knock the crap out of him. Like... Yeah. How they've done the illustration for this series and what I'm looking at the image right now, it looks like it's going to be really, really good. It's yeah. yeah, I'm really excited for the whole thing. Yeah, and even there they can add, like I said with the the films, you can add an element that was in the, the comics, which is in the... I've referenced this before, the, the death of the family arc. This bit where... I can't remember whether it was the Joker or Batman 
basically said that Batman won't kill the Joker because he's worried that worse stuff will come. I and think so I, they need to they need to introduce that sort of aspect in there. I think both of them have said it at one time, like yeah. in different parts of the Batman series. Like yeah. they've they've stated that even if they did try to kill each other to the point where one of them dies, it's kinda like they Yeah, it, but that's the reason why Batman won't kill it. Yeah. Won't kill the Joker. Because he's just worried that if he kills the Joker a worse villain will rise up. And... Yeah. So, would you think, in a way, that they need each other? In a way. In a way. Like, but I don't, I don't think to the degree that Batman would set the Joker free just so he can catch him again. Oh yeah, no. But, but like, but like, he's, I think, deep down, going as long as the Joker's alive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, down that path. Yeah. It's... Which is an interesting contrast because there's an animated movie that they made where the where Batman just straight shoots the Joker. Oh, yeah. I think... I, mean, I When I saw that, I was like, that's great. I think you were telling me a bit about it one time when we were um, at yeah. college and that, so... Yeah, there's a, there's a clip on YouTube. Yeah, of, there is. Yeah, you just Google, you know, Batman kills the Joker or something like that. And there's, it's an animated... Yeah, an animated video. It's from, from one of the movies, and Batman sh- straight up just shoots the Joker. Because he's like, you won't do it, you won't do it, you won't do it. Next bang. minute, bang. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what are you thinking of me now? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like... And there's other good things from the animated series. From, oh, yeah, most From definitely. various animated series, various animated movies where you see him, like, oh, majority, Like, majority of them are really good. Yeah. Like, I like majority of them, but like you yeah. said about the fact that Kevin's going to be the voice of Batman again, I'm just... Yeah. It's gonna be good. It's gonna it's, be. It's kind of like you know it's in, you know it's in good hands. That's the thing. You know, oh, it's most in good definitely. Hands. If you know he's gonna be yeah. part of it, it's in good hands. Yeah. Okay, staying in the DC universe, but back to film and more accurately into television. Yes, the up- the Flash and Supergirl. The upcoming crossover of. Supergirl and Flash. The images have come up for it, and I'm so excited! Yep, the images have come up, and I was saying this before we started the show, some of the photos of specifically the Flash and Supergirl would look so generic because it's them out of their costumes just chatting with each other. Yeah, like, if you show the image of those two in, like, a normal state, you'd probably think, what the hell is this? This just show- looks like a soap opera or another soap TV. Yeah, you show it to someone who who's not interested in either of the shows or comics in general, and they'll go, so what? It's, you know, two people talking. It's It looks like a stock footage sort of image yeah, it that just you looks, get from... It just looks like a common image that you would find, or it's just, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's just a is standard Is that for thing. a business? <laughs> It's like, is this for an upcoming ad or a TV or a TV show? Ooh, yeah. what will I see? Yeah. But just looking at the image now of both the, the Flash and Supergirl together and their costumes and that, it... the ones in their costumes are great. Oh yeah, there's most another, definitely. There's another one there where he's um, he's basically got his feet up and he's in the costume, and it's not intentional, but it sort of harkens back to. Um, an episode of Arrow. Yes. Where where he's been he was he's been in the Arrow Cave before he was the Flash. Yeah. And that's how they introduced the Flash into this Arrowverse. And so 
when he becomes the Flash the, in the crossover episode, there he is with his feet up, eating like noodles or something. <laughs> and there he is in this photo in the in the Supergirl universe with his feet up. And I think, oh, that's great. That means like they're a team, and he's he's comfortable there, and. It, it brings that idea of, of, of the team together, yeah. which when I saw that this morning, I thought, that is fantastic. Speaking in another dimension or world, what is your opinion on the whole Supergirl and Flash being in two different areas or dimensions, as they called it? You know, in the two different worlds? Yeah, well, the two but... different worlds, sorry. I was trying to describe it in a more yeah, yeah. better well, way. Initially, it kind of annoyed me because I would have thought the the goal of the whole thing is to get to a pseudo-Justice League sort of thing. Yeah. And with him in different worlds, it sort of just complicates that fact. Yeah, plus wouldn't it be a little bit confusing for some... If they don't... Yeah. If they don't script it right, yeah. wouldn't it be a little bit confusing with the whole new two different worlds? Yeah. And, yeah. But considering the fact that... On each world, there is a doppelganger, so you'd oh, assume yeah. there'd be a Superman or and a Supergirl on um, Barry Allen, the Flash's world as well. So there is still an open door for them to build a pseudo yeah. Justice I think, League. I think I would have liked it personally if they were both from the same world instead yeah. of two totally different ones. But yeah. for what I see with the images, it looks like it's going to be a pretty good crossover. Yeah. And I the mean, synopsis came out, and um, it's sort of comforted. The idea. Yeah. Yeah, no, this whole crossover series, I don't think yeah. they should do more of it because this yeah. might turn out really well. Who knows? But I'm excited for it. And I, I like the reasoning that they came out with, why they chose The Flash yeah, do you want instead, to just... of, instead of Arrow. Yeah, do you want to describe the reasons Yeah, they it? chose they chose the, the Flash to cross over with Supergirl instead of Arrow tra- crossing over with Supergirl because... A, the tone is the same. Yeah. And B, because on on the Flash show, more of that sort of universe or different worlds sort of thing is being introduced. Whereas, um, whereas the Arrow and the character of Oliver Queen wouldn't react to a different Earth in the same way. He'd be more surprised by that. Mm. Like, whenever you see Barry explain things to, to Oliver Queen, it's it's you see the surprise in his face. He like, sort of doesn't believe it. Like, when when they did their last crossover, he mentioned the whole thing about time travel, and it's, it's, it's like it's a far-out concept for him. And so that mixture wouldn't have gone as well. Yeah. I reckon this cr- crossover itself would... I think it would be the start of something, I wouldn't say new, but of a regular basis. Like, I'd like to see more shows do crossovers with each other, yeah. but you'd have to f- you'd, you'd have to do it correctly yeah. to make sense, because there's no point in crossing over two different superheroes, two totally different reasons, and make the whole thing a big yeah. cock-up. I think they're being very responsible with how they do their crossovers. Yeah, most Like, definitely. they brought Constantine on, and I know that's a different scenario because the Constantine show had been cancelled after one series, yeah. and the network had let the actor go and let the character go as well. And so when they brought him on, they chose to bring him into Arrow because it fit with the Arrow world. Yeah. Because they were introducing Mar- Matt... 
magic on <laughs> magic on arrow so and constantine is a magical character so that worked with that Aspect. sort of thing whereas yeah. you take a speed star and you're obviously going to put him with someone in the, the superman supergirl family yeah it, it's it's just common sense and yeah. logical I yeah you can't go wrong with it yeah one's more science and one's more yeah mystic slash Fighting with brute strength. Yeah, I think with the whole new TV series and movies that are coming out, I think it's going to be the best for 2016, but I reckon there's going to be a few hiccups here and there with some of the movies coming out of yeah, this year. I think maybe movies. I think the TV shows have got are going in the sort of the right direction. Yeah, and plus how we explained about Fox with the Marvel, like, business and everything, yeah. I think they're doing that right as well, in my opinion. Like, yeah. they're not making a big... They're not dramatising it to the point yeah. where, oh, my God, it's this, be excited for this. Yeah. It's pretty much, we've done what we've promised and we're trying to do the best that we can, yeah. if not more, and here is what we've presented. Yeah, the TV shows are working under, like, massive constrict like, constrictions that Oh yeah, you have to work within a certain like, guideline so that way you don't cross any ball, like yeah. cross any lines. Like or... they can't use Batman, they can't oh, use yeah. Superman because those are being introduced in the movies and they don't want to build confusion. Yeah. So when you go on Supergirl and there's references to Superman, you only see him like, like a messenger. Yeah, you only see like, bits like, of it. Like they're eye messaging each other and it says, <laughs> says Clark, and you're like, oh, I know who that is. Or they, or they had like a, a um. Not an alternate world one, one. There was this character called the the Black Beauty, I think it was called, and it shows you what your ideal world when it attaches itself to you. And they had a kid who played little Clark Kent. So they're sort of they're 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 dancing around certain characters like that. Um, so they're but for the fact that they're dancing around. Characters like that, they're working within that construct very, very well, considering the limited amount that they can use. Yeah. In other flash news, director Kevin Smith is going around on Facebook posting images from the set of The Flash, teasing his upcoming episode that is coming later this month. And I'm pretty looking forward to it, because like you said, he's been teasing us with all the multiple images yeah. around the set with his mate. And him with with the actor who is the physical body of Zoom. Yeah. Which that image itself was. Just oh, that was brilliant. brilliant. And him with also with the table reads. It's interesting seeing all the actors there and being like, "That's on Kevin Smith's Facebook. He's he's officially a part of it." He yeah, he's definitely part of it. So those little teasers are wonderful to see here and there. But speaking of teasers, the go the new Ghostbusters trailer. Honestly, Edmund, like having a conversation from like. To female, to dude. What's your opinion on the whole take? Because there's been a lot of criticism for the fact that it's an all-female Ghostbuster. I don't have the issues with it that other people have with it. A lot of people are either in two camps. One, they want to defend this thing and protect this thing that they grew up with, and of, which was the, the original Ghostbusters film. And then there's the people who legitimately have a problem with the cast being all female. Yeah, that I find it really hard to deal with, which I think I is just, very 
I find it very rude in my opinion. Yeah. I, I can't tolerate it. I can't. Some of the comments just sound like I saw on the trailers. Some of the comments were just awful and did not sound well educated about any of it. The only issue I have is one of the actresses who's African-American is has a scene where she is basically shouting her lines. And I f feel like the production has shoved her into a classic film trope that does not perceive African-American people in a good light. No, especially in today's society, because... Yeah. I don't know how they would have portrayed it back when the original four Ghostbusters were, but I'm for sure they wouldn't have portrayed a African-American woman screaming her lungs yeah. out over something. Like and also the fact that she's the only one who is not a scientist. Yes. And that's what, how it was last time. Yes. And so it's also just saying, like, it's also just giving this really just racist appeal. Yeah, yeah. Which is not good. Yeah, to me, I thought it was a racist appeal. Like, and I think people are thinking that kind of screamy, well, shouty sort of um, delivery of lines is hilarious, which it's not. It's it's not hilarious at all. It's slightly annoying. It's, in my opinion, racist. And the thing that got me about the original Ghostbusters is that the games, which were canon, had a whole backstory for their African-American yeah. actor on their cast that he had made it, that he had a PhD and stuff, and they chose to cut that. And I feel like they're continuing to limit... Yeah, they li limit the expectations li on... Limit, yeah, their, their cast and limit the stories they can tell. Yeah, it's it's a tricky situation to talk about considering like with how we stated they portrayed this African American actress to nearly scream out most of her lines and not be a scientist or have a PhD and yeah. I don't know. It's just the whole thing I thought was a bit yeah. unusual. I think the movie will be good. I don't think the trailers were well edited and I think the backlash is unnecessary at the moment like if they have another trailer coming out that's probably much more tidier with the cutting of the edits and makes it more appealing to everyone then I reckon you get a good review but the way that the reviews are happening now it's it's like you said it's ridiculous and close enough to being like sexist it's sexist it's racist the whole the whole controversy behind it is a whole lot of things. It's a, it's a kettle of fish. It's just terrible. Oh, most definitely. Like the whole problems against the trailers, is based on sex, and the problems with that I have, with the one actress in particular, is based on race, and I feel like. I just feel like it's all wrong. It shouldn't be like that. And I feel like people are judging the film before they've even seen it. And I feel like the people editing these trailers are showing bits that people don't want to see. It's it's making certain actors and actresses on 
that cast seem incredibly annoying, and not just the one we were referring to. It's making Chris Hemsworth seem annoying. It's making... It makes the whole thing... It's making Melissa McCarthy seem annoying. Oh. It's... It's... Yeah. The only person I think is well done by this movie and by the trailer is Kristen Wiig because she has been behind the... Like, not behind the scenes, but, like, a secondary character in a lot of her movies, and it seems like she's getting more of a leading role. So it's good for her, but for everyone else, I feel like it kind of just stuffs with their career just a little bit. Yeah. Okay, but now that we've finished talking about the movies and the TV series, I'm going to make a big jump to one of the topics that I think has been the talk of the beginning of this year, the state of online videos. Mainly YouTube this and its is, copyright laws and whatnot, whatever excuse they want to call it. Basically under fair use. The, the people's definition of fair use is very different. You have your legal standard of what is fair use, and but these companies who own properties seem to have a different idea of what is considered fair use and are taking down a lot of videos. They are. I mean, there's been a few channels that have been taken down. Two that I know on the top of my head is I Hate Everything. Well, one of them was I Hate Everything. He got done for pretty much giving a really bad review on a spin-off of Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. And... The thing was, he used his own footage, he used yeah. everything. The only thing that was the issue that apparently why his video got taken down was because of the bad review on that movie. Yeah. And I thought it was absolute ludicrous that he had to go through all this crap. But the thing was, YouTube wouldn't do a thing about it until he got the, he got into the public eye. Yeah. A lot of... He had to pretty much do the whole, look, my account's been shut down, I need you to pretty much... Let everyone know that this is happening and this is not right. YouTube yeah. needs to sort their copyright issue out and be done. And just... It, it, it frustrates me because I want to become a creative contenter. Like, it, yeah. it, it, I would like to enjoy being able to share videos with everyone that I know and love. But at the same time, it's kind of... It's kind of hard, especially if YouTube's going to allow certain... Certain videos that would you you would class as nudity and porn, but yet they won't allow contenters that are trying, like they're trying their best and doing everything hundred percent correct, and yet you have companies that are like, no, nope, that's mine yeah. because of my footage or my product on it. But also, it seems like these companies don't like bad reviews. Whenever you you see it so many times, I can't think of the name of the channel now, but it was a comic book channel, and they um. They reviewed one of the movies or a TV show or something like that, and um, they gave it a not a glowing review. I don't think they ripped into it, but I think they gave it a sort of a darker review, like a review that wasn't as positive. And the people and they recorded it. It was a podcast, and they posted a video of the podcast on, yeah, the on their channel, and the people who made the film or TV show or whatever took that yeah down. it it really really frustrates me because it's just it's like they can't take criticism and it's well really... the thing 
thing is, it's you, really annoying. The thing is, they've just got to suck it up. I mean, we live in a world where, yes, we do get positive feedback, but we also get negative, more yeah. negative than positive. But you have to suck it up. Sometimes it's good criticism, and sometimes it's criticism, criticisms that you need to, as I would say, wake the hell up. And the problem is, the stuff that's being done is restricting smaller content creators. It is. It's... Um, Retro Nerd Inc. itself is a smaller content cre- creation. And we promised a friend of mine that we were going to do videos and it was going to be a news show. And that may not happen now. Or it may or it happen may. later down the line. We don't know how the current things are going to turn out. But it will involve showing images from movies, showing images from TV shows, showing, you know, all sorts of things. And it's not worth the risk on a zero strike channel to risk it all yeah for the people that are having an un, un, like having issues understanding what we're on about if you look up grade a under a he has done a two-part video on everything wrong about youtube he explains everything that's wrong with youtube and everything that needs to be fixed in a two-part yeah. video he he explains it to the point where it's bl- it's blunt to your face. Yeah. Like the problem is they have a system for some more of the bigger content creators, the big business, to say, "Hey, that's my content," but they don't have one for saying, "Hey, I gave a false strike to this person." Yeah, they don't have a punishment system. They the don't. People who throw out. Just, that's mine, that's mine, that's mine. And the thing is, for the people that keep giving strikes for other videos, they're claiming that money straight away. And there's been a lot of times where people have said, why don't you do a system where you have a middle, like an account between the two, where the money accumulates in that account, and depending on if the case has been sorted, if it is by fault that you were were at wrong, then yes, all that money that has been accumulated goes to that person. Or if that person was just being an arrogant ass, put it bluntly, yeah, and was like, "No, nah, I'm just doing it to make a quick butt, make a quick buck," they'd have, yeah, they should just put it in a separate account and then be like, "No, you were falsely, you were given yeah. a false strike. This money goes back." And to these this are people person. who get lots of views, and their and their videos are being taken down for a couple of weeks to a month, so they're losing significant money, and that money just. The best one to describe is Studio 10, I think, in America, I think it's called, or Studio 10.5 or whatever it is. The dude, there's a dude called Matt Sando, I think he is. He did a couple of videos with Matthias on YouTube, and these would have been, like, two years prior. Like, he'd done these, like, two years, like, like two years ago or three years ago. He, he Matthias is getting strikes now just from, yeah. that, from the company that Matt's with because he's in that video so technically if he's in it that's their video when really it's not that whole video content is belongs to matthias and i feel sorry for the poor dude because he is a hard-working dude that's even worse though because that's people like companies that represent other youtubers or other content creators and then going oh that's that's ours because that person's signed with us and then those people out themselves are going we can't a we can't do anything about it because, yeah it's because it's their say it, but secondly we have no problem with it's it. ridiculous even matthias made a video about how stupid it is because he actually went to film school and done the whole works and jerks of it like he knows the right and wrong 
And he even descript he did he did the description bluntly. He did a description bluntly stating that this is what yeah. we meant to do. I have done this. Yeah. But yet these charming individuals decide to not to put, to put it nicely. To put it nicely, yes. To put it nicely in my half. Yeah. Charming individuals that are like, nah, you have our main star from this company. We're striking you because he's in it, so technically this footage is ours. Yeah. When rightfully they belong to Matthias, he done all the work and oh, the whole thing just makes me so angry considering yeah. I want to be a content creator myself and it's making it hard for newer people to express their like creativity. And so how is that relevant to us? It means that we can't create certain things that we want to at the moment. And we're just waiting for the dust to settle. Yeah, like, originally we were going to do, like, proper videos of us at talking least, at about... At least one video show. Well, at least one video show of us talking about pretty much what we are now, yeah. but you would see us. Yeah. But the thing is, with everything that's going on online, pretty much ever since the Fine Brothers had their hiccup, yeah. it's just gone downhill. Yeah, and the, and the systems that are in place either... They have a good video service, but no way to fund people. Or YouTube has terrible funding, but great, you know. Well, at the moment, so from what I've been, yeah, no from what at the moment, from what I've been reading on Twitter, they've actually got the attention of the me of the head of like YouTube, and she did say we are working on it. We are getting all of our employees to focus on fixing this situation and we are trying to do the best we can. So they have got her attention. It's just has it is it too late? Like has it like has it already done damage enough already? Like Yeah. So when all that settles, will we should be able to do the video content that we want to do. So what content are we creating currently? Well we are currently doing the cosplay in the park event in Brisbane first. Then we've just added the cosplay in the park on the Gold Coast about a month later. And we're, today we're going to announce that we're doing an event called City Tube. This, this event is not a finalised event. It can be cancelled or changed at any point in time. It's kind of um, like a work in progress at the moment. We are currently getting guests. I am in talks with one person where talks have been a bit complicated. Um... But the idea is it will be a sort of a YouTube um, internet famous gathering sort of thing. Not, not saying you have to be internet famous. Imagine like somewhere in the city over in the UK. We're aiming for that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of like we want everyone to show up, but it's also we want the... I don't know how else to... I don't know how else to explain it. You, it's... You want the people that are involved? We want people who watch the content and we want um, bigger names who create content. And it's a way to just bridge the gap between those things. Yeah. And problems with that are most of the people I know who bridge the gaps are over in other countries. So it's trying to find, <laughs> it's trying to find people here who bridge the gap. We Technically, we should have done this... Months earlier. Oh yeah, we could. We should. And we we could have got um. It's a YouTuber. Her name's Neon Fiona. She's in contact with bigger YouTubers. She's also very, like, she talks to people who watch her videos. She bridges the gap very well. And there's uh, there's other. She's a very lovely person, and yeah. a couple of times I've had like her say stuff to me, which I was quite oh that's so awesome. But 
it, it, it kind of shows that they are down-to-earth people. They're not just, yeah. oh, my God, you're famous. Yeah. Give me a photo. It's more yeah. she creates hi, content how at, are at, you? At, good, at a good high level, and I've had conversations with her, so it's been good. Um, and so we need to find people like that who are not in it for fame, who are not, not in it for popularity, who want to be part of the broader community. They generally want to be there because they want to help and be with people. Like, yeah, it's well, it's just a general it's just a general wanting to just people who are in there for the community is basically yeah. what I'm aiming for. So that that will be coming later in the year and I think I've said that for August. The the Facebook event for that will go live tomorrow and so everyone will be invites will go out and hopefully you People will be interested in it, and from there we can say, hey, look how many people are interested. Do you want to come along to this event? Yeah. I mean, I reckon it would be an awesome experience, because especially for me not being being in the city for that long, like from being from living in the Gold Coast for almost three years now, it's kind of like a good experience and a good eye-opener, and yeah. just... I don't know. It's just like a good vibe feeling. Like yeah. it's you get this genuine feeling. Like I think it's going to be a really good experience, and I can't yeah. wait for it. It's yeah. So this will be a different vibe to the cosplay in the park events. Whereas the cosplay in the park events, although geographically in Brisbane, it's they're not that far. No, they're not that other, far. But to have that in the sort of center of the city, like not the center, but you know, yeah. more in the city. And not like, as much. To get a rough, would be, like would a rough description, if you're driving on the highway from Brisbane to Gold Coast, I think it's like a 30 to 40 minute drive, not even. Yeah. It's roughly around that distance between Brisbane City and Gold Coast City. Like, it's yeah. it's not really generally that far. No, but from where I've held, where in Roma Street Parklands, where Cosplay and Park is held, this is just like couple of train stations down it's the shortest distance yeah it's not really that far and plus it's good to meet new people it's good yeah. for experience so hopefully brisbane city will like city tube i hope so it's 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 on the working it's on the working progress but yeah. it's also you could word it as like a it's like a baby like you just want to you just want to make sure it goes right and yeah. you don't want anything to go wrong, but at the same time, if it does go wrong, you want to be able to stand up strong and be like, okay, we yeah. can fix this. We can make this ten times better than what it was before. Yeah, that's that's also why I'm expanding with cosplay in the park because that has been retro nerding's baby for three years, and it needs to expand. Yeah, I'd love to expand it to. <laughs> it needs to grow its wings and fly. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I, I'd love to have it in Melbourne. I'd love to have it in Adelaide. I'd lo love to have it in Sydney. Oh, but definitely Melbourne when PAX South happens. Like, oh, that'd just be amazing. Sorry, fangirl moment, but it just will be. <laughs> but, but, yeah, to do that first, we need to sort of cover local bases. Pretty much baby steps. Start yeah. with baby steps and go from there. So that's it for us. Uh, and that's it for the, the first ever I reckon we did a Retro good job. Cast. I reckon we did a good job. I think, I, did. I think I, this was awesome. I, I can't wait for yeah. the next one, especially the Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I can't wait. We're gonna have a Civil War argument. Um, we have a lovely girl named Rebecca. She is coming on with this whole debate, as we've called it. We're gonna divide the college between Civil War of Captain America and Iron Man. And me, well, 
I shall be the judge dressed up as Spider-Man. So really, I can go either way. She's the Civil War Spider-Man. She's just in between. I'm the one that goes, yeah, I can alternate between the two. I'll just depend on who's better. (laughs) So that's it for us today. I'm Edmund. And I'm Jazz. And this has been The The Retrocast. Retrocast. You can find us at www.facebook.com forward slash retronerdinc. Da 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 da